welcome to the new season of the Second Victim Podcast. Let's talk about supporting health professionals when something goes wrong. After some months of silence, we came back with new episodes. These episodes are focused on describing second victim support programs or other related interventions in a simple way. We selected 10 second victim support programs and in each episode you can listen to people that are leading or making part of these interventions. Are you ready to start this journey with 10 inspired spots? This podcast is part of the Ernst Training School and I'm the Ernst Training School Coordinator. My name is Sofia Garapaiva and thank you so much for spending your time with us. Today we will talk with Dr. Eva Potura, founder and chair of the Second Victim Association from Austria. Dr. Eva is an anesthetist and an intensive care physician, part of the staff resource management training and patient safety officer in the Hospital North in Vienna. She is actively involved in the dissemination of the second victim phenomenon and on finding ways of linking clinical practice with support training for healthcare workers living in stressful situations. Dr. Eva, welcome to the Second Victim Podcast. It's an honor to have you here. Today, we will talk about the Second Victim Association, a non-profit organization that gives support to any healthcare worker suffering from a stressful event, independently from healthcare institutions or settings, and it's free of charge. This project is such a great achievement And I would first like to congratulate you for starting this meaningful and challenging project. Well, let's start our conversation by coming back to the moment that the Second Victim Association started. So, Dr. Eva, how are you? <laughs> yeah, good morning. Thank you for the invitation. It's also an honor to speak with you today for me um, because... It's um, it had the project in Austria has started one and a half years ago. After an event I have experienced by myself uh, on intensive care unit, and I was familiar with the term second victim because I was always reading about patient safety terms the last couple of years. So um, after this event, I just had the opinion, I need to do something right now. So the Second Victim Association in Austria was founded one and a half years ago. And yeah, we have achieved a lot. You have said a lot in your introduction. We offer, we offer um, free, independent counseling for any person in healthcare who was um, traumatized or wants to prevent traumatization um, after an adverse event or near miss or other critical event which um, contributes to a psychological uh, reaction. Mm -hmm. And what type of support this association gives to the healthcare workers? So I can see that you are talking about any um, uh, type of, uh, it can be an adverse event, like a, a 
for the listeners, an adverse event is an incident that causes uh, harm to the patient and a near miss it's an incident that happened but didn't cause a direct harm to the to the patient. So can you explain us a little bit better about what type of support this association has? Um, actually, we have three pillars, so to say. It's the first is um, prevention and building awareness. Maybe you know the studies uh, in made in Germany that um, approximately 90% of healthcare workers don't know the term second victims. And when you explain to them um, what a second victim is, 60% think they are second victims. So there's a lot of work to do to explain the term, to, to build awareness, to um, and this is related to prevention. Because when you don't know the phenomenon, you don't know anything. So you, you need to know the phenomenon. You need to know that it's actually a human reaction and um, that it can be um, lead to traumatization in, in, the, in your career. And that's the first pillar, prevention and building awareness. Then we have the second pillar, it's acute help. Um, we have a, a telephone hotline where you can call when you need to talk to somebody who doesn't know you, you just want to talk to some professional counselor about an event or about your feelings um, after an event. Uh, we have the telephone hotline for two hours and two days a week. Um, it's clear that we want to spread that. And the, the third pillar is um, long-term counseling. So we try to um, get the funding for 10 counseling sessions for each second victim completely anonymously and um, completely free. So if you are a second victim, you go to our homepage, secondvictim.at, AT for Austria, and you choose one of the counselor, um, get in contact with the counselor, make an appointment. We don't know anything about that. The counselor asks us if we can fund it. Um, we don't know the name. We don't know the profession. We don't know anything. And we check our fundings if we can fund it. And so far, we have funded um, 120 um, counseling sessions after one and a half year. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> And um, and so I, I could also see in the website that you have like specific training. Uh, is this related to what you were talking about or it's other specific training that you can oh, also give in your association? It's related to the pillar of prevention. We have a lot of training um, or implemented our own training program um, so that we um, make people aware about the phenomenon, but also give hints like to... Um, prevent it. For example, um, we have um, workshops on um, difficult um, talking to patients, to relatives. Um, we have workshops on um, how to how to discuss uh, a certain case. We have like um, it's called instant coaching. You can come and um, online or in person just um, meet with the counselor 
and talk like for two hours about um, two cases. So it's called two hours and two cases. We have uh, a webinars about toxic leadership because also it, it's, it's important to involve the, the leaders in, in the hospital um, so that we can implement. It's a long way to go, but our um, goal is to implement the adjust culture and not the blame culture. And so we need to involve the leaders in all the hospitals. Mm -hmm. Yes, but uh, it's possible for the listeners that are not from Austria uh, that they can reach the, the website and, uh, for instance, like um, apply to any webinar. Is, in, is it in English? It's, it's mixed. For example, the toxic leadership webinar is in English um, because our expert uh, is from the UK. And um, but most of the trainings and webinars are in German. Uh, it's not possible so far that we can translate it. All the website is done by myself. I have a full-time job uh, on ICU board, so um, it's not not manageable to translate everything right now. But I think we need to start in Austria, and maybe um, other countries will follow, and maybe. Um, it's easy to translate by Google Translate and so on. The training itself um, is actually for healthcare workers who, who need to or ha who have the feeling that they need to um, prevent something or want to read about, um, get more information about the second victim phenomenon. So um, I'm happy if we could manage to get more listeners because it's also... Um, Hard work, I have to say, to get the Austrian um, healthcare workers to somehow admit that there might be a problem. There is a huge problem that people don't want to admit that they are not strong. They think they are not strong, but it hasn't anything to do with being strong. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, I totally agree. And now that we are talking about this, uh, I'm curious because uh, the slogan of your association is stay human and don't be a victim. So can you explain us a little bit uh, better how, uh, how this uh, slogan started and what is this meaning? Uh, I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> so um, maybe you remember, and I think this was a worldwide phenomenon during the pandemic, we had this um, feeling or the the public meaning that all healthcare workers are something like heroes. And I was always um, kind of irritated because being a hero needs, uh, is like being strong all the time and uh, you never break. And I always said, no, I'm not a hero. I'm just a human, I'm just a normal woman. And then we had a discussion about the term victim Uh, because healthcare workers don't want to be victims in general. They rather be heroes than victims. And then consequently, we decided actually we are just normal human beings. We are, we are neither um, heroes nor victims. So we, we are just humans. And I also think this is the, the point because um, in society, we are seen as heroes. And sometimes, and um, 
they don't even patients don't even realize that we are just have a normal family life that we are just normal persons and um also colleagues so in uh, in the society of healthcare workers sometimes there is a battle who is the best hero and that's why we we wanted to declare we are don't want to become victims because we are always seen as heroes. We are just human beings, so that's um, that's the title mm-hmm. or the slogan of the association in the end. Um, but there was a lot of discussion about the term victim, also about the term second victim itself. Uh, but that's basically a medical term, or uh, the definition is clear. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so that's why we we decided to um, to have the slogan next to the second victim association. Um, yeah, stay stay human, don't become a victim, because we don't want to be a victim, and we want to be human, but nor we we don't want to be a hero as well. Actually, yes. So we use the term second victim, but we also want to that people don't see. Uh, um, each other has a victim, but also uh, has a human. So mostly has a human. So uh, thank you, thank you so much for for these um, these comments. And um, okay, so now we will move forward for the current feedback from the support uh, that has been given to from the the second victim association. And what type of uh, feedback you are receiving from the the healthcare workers that are reaching you? So the feedback was really great. I mean, I've never thought um, that I that this association will be that successful because. Um, as I've uh, found at the association one and a half years ago, I just thought to myself, I'll give it a try. And I've not um, not seen actually that there, there would be such big feedback. Also the press, the media, uh, a lot of healthcare workers um, come to us, push us, help us. So um, a lot of psychological counselors um, got in touch so that they offer their professional expertise to help us. It was huge, actually. So now we try to profess- to, to get the, the Second Victim Association into a professional mood, so to say. Mode, sorry. Mm-hmm. And uh, because all of us work for free. So it's uh, current, uh, currently we are seven to eight people who work for free for the association and the counselors are paid, but the hotline they do for free. Yeah, so, you are doing a really great work and really meaningful. Uh, it's, it's, it's great to see that uh, uh, how uh, challenging can be to, to have to to works at the same time uh, and it's challenging works we are not uh, talking about doing like mechanic things it's it's really it's it's something really meaningful the thing that you are doing <laughs> yeah thank you um <laughs> but also we we need to do a lot of more um, a lot more there's a lot of work to do and it's a long way to go um because actually uh the feedback was great but the funding is still a problem and um lucky 
lucky us, we got contact to the Austrian Network of Patient Safety, who helped us to um, organize a second victim action day last year, which will be um, also held in this year in May. So that's all these events and all the the public um, relations work actually uh, help us. And yeah, um, yeah, it's more, more feedback I've <laughs> mm -hmm. I've ever um, guessed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now I'm really curious about uh, to ask you about the facilitators that you think that this association has for keep growing and making the difference. You are now talking already about the 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 great supports that you are receiving some uh, some associations and uh, so uh, I think I will jump to this to this question now. Um, so what do you think that are more um, uh, facilitators related with this uh, with this uh, association for keep growing? So we have we have a lot um, of facilitators um, like um, our team. I mean, our team is very strong and we all do it um, really with love, so to say, um, because we know we make an impact. I think that's one of the biggest motivation that we know we have an in impact. We have, as I said before, 120 um, counselor sessions funded. And um, so we know we have helped at least um, it's I don't know, 10 to 15 people, because it's not always 10 sessions per person. But uh, we know that we have the telephone hotline. And um, what was really great is um, that we had um, crowdfunding action. And um, yeah, the crowdfunding um, gave us about, I don't know, 10,000 euros. So we could fund another 10 sessions. And yeah. It was really great. And uh, also we had, um, as I said before, connections to the Austrian network of patient safety. We have now connections to um, companies who work in patient safety, like the company Asikorisk. And we get more and more and more um, feedback um, of people who want to help us. So far, we don't have any governmental support but we are in contact with the government of austria mm -hmm. yes. so I, there will be some funding so yeah we try we try we have a very strong team i think that, and we have a, a really um a team um the persons in the team are really dedicated to bring um to do something and uh, not always to talk like we do now <laughs> but to <laughs> something and to uh, to offer concrete um, concrete uh, help yes yes step by step people is committed so um, it's it's great to hear uh, and now my last question is uh, now is uh, related with the and you already uh, talked about the the priorities in the agenda uh, and also the founding but what are the current barriers for this association and challenges for the future um as i said before we all work for free and we all have a full-time job and families so um I think one of the biggest challenges uh, for the next years is to find um, somebody who 
who gives us enough money that we can pay somebody uh, to to help in the organization of the association, to help with uh, social media, for example, um, to help with uh, PR, uh, all that stuff which needs to be done, also to help to answer some emails. Um, that is one big point. The other big point would be that we um, don't have the the telephone hotline two hours, um, two days a week. We want to have it 24-7, so all the time. And the next big goal is that we want to implement um, a training how to become a peer. Because um, as you may know, peers are colleagues who, who help colleagues in after the event and to have a, a training in, um, so to say, a first first help in psychological stuff. So um, we want to implement training and also for that we need funding. So it depends all in the end on the money. Yes, yes. So step by step again, right? And uh, I think it's a great achievement and your association only has one here and a half and you are already receiving uh, great feedback. Uh, so I uh, once again uh, I really congratulate you about this work, uh, and we will finish because we we need to finish our conversation. I don't know if you want to leave some final remarks. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Ever, for this great conversation. I hope that this can give also some inputs and motivation for our listeners at home. And thank you. Uh, I don't know if you want to leave some comments. <laughs> no. I uh, I say thank you to you because it was really an honor to speak to you and also that uh, get connection internationally because um, there is a, a simple initiative, uh, a similar initiative in Germany, for example. And so we can all to connect and we help each other internationally. And I think that's a great um a great achievement because um, second victim phenomenon is not only um, present in Austria, it's a worldwide thing. And uh, that's why we need to connect yeah, and help each other. So thank totally, you. Totally. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you at home want to know more about the Second Victim Association, you can find the link of the website in the description below. If you want to know more about the ENS Cost Action, if you want to know more about the ENS Training School, you can also check the description for more information. Calls for the second face-to-face -face training school in Wiesbaden, Germany are already open. Please check all the information in the ENS website. See you soon and stay tuned.